Waking to Woke, Americans are figuring it out. Welcome to the Great Reset on Grand Fork's Best Source. David Waterman with Midwest Public Health Coalition sitting in, as he always does, on the Great Reset, along with Paul, the producer. And our show today, by the way, brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701 701- 330-1273. And Executive Properties also does garage door repairs and replacements, all right? Have any questions or comments, feel free to call or text. Our number is 701-213-0863. Again, 701-213-0863. Again, today, uh, The Great Reset, not on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, yeah, you know how they are. But if you want to listen live, go to gfbestsource.com. Click listen now. It's all live. If you do want to chat, click the Twitch link in the upper left corner. We're now on Rumble 2. It's posted on the GFBS Facebook page. Uh, before we get too much further into the show, let's do it. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, the Department of Education is canceling $150 million in student loans. Yeah, Department of Education, they're canceling $150 million in student loans. Tell you what, those are a lucky four people right there. Oh, boy. (laughs) All right, before we get going here, uh, some of the things I have dug up with. Yep, before we talk with David Waterman, uh, Joe Biden's approval rating still stuck at about 40%. Um, Here's the thing, Joe Biden, I don't think he really cares about the Hawaiian wildfires uh, and all the people being uh, killed. Um, He just basically said no comment the other day when asked about it. Um, Now, here's the thing. He's probably going to win Hawaii anyway, so why not? Uh, And then he went and offered survivors a one-time penance of $700 so they could, you know, the people there. And um, But that's the same day they uh, announced $200 million for the Ukraine. How about that? Offered Offered the Hawaiians $700. Wow. Uh, what else we got here? You know, if there was life on other planets, we would have sent some foreign aid to them, too, by now, I'm pretty sure. Um, Senator Paul Rand referring to Anthony Fauci for criminal probe for allegedly lying under oath to Congress about the uh, U.S. funding of research in Wuhan. And uh, I hope he gets thrown under the bus like he should. Uh, FDA. Now they admit doctors should have prescribed for COVID-19 a long time ago. And you know what I'm talking about, ivermectin. They were bashing it for three years, watching millions of people die. And now doctors and the FDA are going, oh, yeah, you know, we probably should have prescribed it because um, I think it probably would have helped quite a bit. How about that? Uh, What else we got here? Uh, Let's see. um, Oh, Trump indicted again this morning. Uh, for efforts to overturn election results. This time it was in Alabama. And uh, locally, East Grand Fork City Council, uh, again, with the uh, proposed asphalt plant coming into the uh, city limits now, which never were city limits until it got squeezed in and uh, redone by the city council. Uh, They keep telling these guys uh, that they cannot drive on this one road because they say it's an emergency exit. They went and put a roadblock up there. I drove by there this morning. They're still using it. They just moved the roadblock out of the way. So again, uh, and I'll throw the name out there, Zavros. 
uh, you are out of compliance without even opening your business yet. And there we go. Welcome to the show, Paul, the producer, David Waterman with the Midwest Public Health Coalition. How are you doing today, David? I'm well. I'm I'm uh, I'm heating up a little bit. It's uh, <laughs> you know you said that President Biden. You don't think he cares about the Hawaiians? Well, obviously, I mean seven hundred dollars. Yeah, well, uh, I guess he cares about them then. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they can be. I guess is that the price for for his vote? Um, you know, I don't know for the ones that lived. I guess you know, Governor Burgum, you could get. You know, twenty to one on your money for a dollar. Yeah, yeah, yep. You give him a dollar and you get twenty back. <laughs> but then you know, and and Paul had mentioned something too about a prisoner swap for a whole bunch of money. Uh, where was that? And what was? Where'd you hear that? It was, uh, I believe, uh, Iran. Okay, and yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was nine billion with a B for five for five prisoners. Oh, I thought it was six. Okay, anyways, billions of dollars for five American prisoners, which is a that's and that and what does that teach? What does that teach terrorists? Actually, yeah, it was six billion. Six billion. Okay. Yeah. So, what does that teach the terrorists when we do that? Well, it, it means if if you're an American, cool. I probably wouldn't go overseas and travel anywhere because there's a big, big bounty on your head. But if you're but there are always Americans overseas. There are well, always right. Americans overseas. So if you're a terrorist, that means go grab one. Yeah, exactly. You want, you want some cheap, easy cash? Yeah. Go grab one. I couldn't go for forty bucks in the grand cities, but I could go for a billion over there. In fact, you yeah. <laughs> so so not only do you not have to if you if you are able to nab an American overseas not only do you not have to treat them well, you know, have to worry about taking care of them, food, you know, nice place to sleep. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. In fact, the worse you treat them, the greater the chances are that you get your money sooner. Because mm-hmm. we get this, this, you know, Joe Biden is a traitor to our country. How sure. he's still in office, why they keep indicting President Trump, and yet Joe Biden is still sitting in the White House, uh, betraying us and, and to our enemies. You know, the and, thing is, they, they keep throwing, they keep indicting him for trying to change the election when we all know there was tons of election fraud. So it's not just Americans. I mean, it's not just Republicans even. If it's the Democrats are going, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. This is third world stuff. This yeah. is banana republic stuff. Exactly. What, 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 they, we used to laugh at other countries who were the, the whoever was the leader at the time, whoever's in power at the time, would jail their opponents, right? Mm-hmm. They sure. put their political opponents in jail. Yep. We'd say, wow. I mean, we look at each other and say, can you imagine living in a country like it's that? getting to that point now. We don't have to imagine nope. it anymore. That's what they're doing. Look what happened after January 6th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many Americans are still sitting in prison? Yep. For nothing. They did not break the law. They didn't violate any. I mean, they, they, they literally went to the Capitol, which is their right as American citizens. Do you know the, 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 the stuff? And, and thankfully, Epic Times, uh, Newsmax, um, I, those are the two big ones that, that are finally beginning to reveal the truth about what really happened on January 6th. We still have a few true news we have a couple, yeah, and, we, and they're growing. I mean, Epic Times and Newsmax are both growing. Yep. Fox is on, on its way. Uh, I mean, they're down. in the dump. They're Fox dump. used they're to dump. be okay, but they're yeah. down the tubes. They're no. they're gone. They're lost. They're uh, they're run by uh, by I, I would say pseudo communists, pretty much. Yep. Um, 
but the but the truth is still coming out. I'm glad that Tucker's not there anymore, so he can actually yeah, say yeah, what's he true. can he can unleash. He's not censored anymore by the the people wearing the suits, but the the fact that we're you know that he received Tucker Carlson received the footage from the security cameras and was able to look through it, and now Epic Times and Epic TV is reviewing hundreds, thousands of mm-hmm. hours of security footage, and they're putting together. Uh, a timeline and then and, and and a documentary on what really happened, and so so here's one example. But really quickly though, didn't um, now just recently that uh, January 6th hearing committee lose all of the documentation from the from the hearing? Didn't, didn't you hear I, something I, about that? I, I think I heard something about that, but I it, what a surprise that is, huh? Yeah. I bet I bet it's I bet it's in the same little cubby hole as the footage of the person who dropped the cocaine at the White House, yeah. <laughs> or next to Joe's Corvette, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So so you have things happening like this: Capitol Police moving barriers. So are there all these people? There are barriers that are put up on January mm-hmm. 6th, right? Yep. The Capitol Police come in; they move the barriers aside. They, that's on film. People walk in, they walk into the area that was barricaded off. They held the door open for them. Then they get arrested Mm -hmm. six months, nine months down the line for going into a restricted area. Restricted area? How do I know it's restricted? They took the barriers down. Yeah. If they take the barriers down, doesn't that mean that it's unrestricted? Mm -hmm. Nope. They took them down because they were feeling threatened or something. And it's all Trump's fault. Pardon me? It's all Trump's fault, It's too. all Trump's fault, because he said, go and make your voices heard peacefully. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and of course, you know what that means. <laughs> so here's, here's the way that the left wants us to think. This is the way that the leftist media wants us to think. Mm-hmm. That when a Republican says, go and do this peacefully, that's code for go break stuff and destroy stuff and try to hurt people. But when a Democrat says, get in their face, that's code yeah. for yeah. just go and be polite mm-hmm. and be nice mm-hmm. and, and let your voice be And make heard. sure you wear a mask while you're doing that, it, you know, so nobody can see on, who you, you are. You know, so how, who, who actually believes that yeah, narrative? You know, and, you're, you're talking about trustworthy media and real media anymore. I've had people numerous times uh, talk about our shows and say, well, you know, how can you just say whatever you want and not get in any trouble? And I said, well... Uh, this is America? It's, it's the, well, <laughs> we speak the truth. We're not making anything up. And, and you know what? If you want to go and look and do the research and find out if we're lying to y'all, go ahead. Because we can get in a lot of trouble for that. We can't just make stuff up and say it and say it's true. Well, actually, you can because uh, the lamestream media does it all, well, every true, single day. True. They do it every day Yeah, with impunity. And I think that you should be able to, if you want to go and make up a story and broadcast it, I think you should be free to do that. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the country should be free to look at what you said and evaluate why you said it and what it was that you said and where you got your information and then respond and say, hey, you're full of malarkey. That, that, that simply is not true. And then you, if you're a newscaster or a broadcaster, you get discredited yeah. because you're telling lies. But the truth seems to be in, uh, I mean, it's in short supply. I think Maxine Waters should have got charged for inciting violence during that speech. I agree with you. Yeah. Completely. But was she? 
Of course not. Nobody even thought about it. One of the problems is I think that Republicans are just too nice, mm-hmm. which is another way of saying they're wimps. Yeah. They don't have backbone. No. They don't have the strength of conviction to do the right thing. Justice is not just refusing to convict the innocent. But justice is also bringing the guilty uh, to trial and then bringing about a, a fair sentence for them when they're found guilty. That, that means justice. So, so when somebody keeps on whacking you over the head or throwing rocks in, in, at your windshield, um, just saying, well, you know, oh, he had a bad life or his parents were Democrats or whatever, and letting him off the hook... That's not making things better for that person. No. That's not making things better for society. It's certainly not making things better for you. All it does is that it enables and emboldens people who have criminal ideas and, and criminal intent and who want to destroy things. And I think that that's a really bad idea. I've said it before on the show, Rudy Giuliani really cleaned up the streets of New York City by cracking down on the small crimes. Mm-hmm the little things that nobody really thought was worth going after. Mm-hmm. He went after them, and that sent the message. What was the message? We it's, don't allow crime here. Yeah, yeah. No, you, break the the law, you break the law, you're going to pay some price. Mm-hmm. And so, if the, boy, if he's doing it with little things, he's definitely going to do it with the big things. What's happening now? Oh, as long as whatever you steal doesn't, uh, yeah. doesn't amount to more than $999, <laughs> we're not even going to arrest you. We're not even going to prosecute you. We've got a prosecutor who refuses to... What is that? Why don't, why don't they just put a, a, big, a big, big, huge sign above the city entrance that says, uh, welcome to Gotham? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was just uh, recently a... Enter uh, at your own risk. That's there was funny. a mall that just got completely ransacked. I mean, there was like 15, 20 people, and they all just went in there and they just stole everything. So let me and, ask you, yeah, right. So, so let me ask this, Paul. And that was in an era where the prosecutor's not doing his job, right? Mm-hmm. He's allowing crime to go unchecked. So are you surprised by that? Well, no, but the, the thing that I think is so completely dumb about it is these people don't realize that, okay, if you're going to steal from all these different places, they're not going to continue to be open anymore, so you won't have access to anything in your neighborhood anymore because why would a business open up there? So now, oh, you wanted to steal all the groceries out of the grocery store? Well, now I guess when those ones run out, you're going to have to drive three hours to the next supermarket to try to rob that one. The problem with that is that you are now trying to infer. You're 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 you're, you're suggesting that the people that engage in that kind of behavior actually think, you know, logically beyond what can I get right now without consequences. Why do animals obey humans? Why is it that dumb animals? You can go. You can go. I'm not saying that all animals are... Well, they're, they're all mostly dumb because they can't speak. So technically they're dumb. Uh, but why is it that you can... How is it that you're able to go out into the wild and grab a horse and train the horse and convince the horse to do what you want it to do? How do you do that? What's one of the primary training tools that are used by people that work with animals? Food. Primary, food is one, yeah. What's, an, what's, an, what's another one? A whip? Yeah, right. Because if the horse or the animal, whatever it is, thinks that there's going to be negative consequences for not doing what you want it to do, it's going to be more motivated to do what you want it to do, right? I'm not saying that that's the only motivation. Now, food is another one, right? In other words, 
do what I want you to do and, and you'll get good things. Do what I don't want you to do and you'll suffer certain consequences. Animals can understand that. Animals can understand that concept. Dogs, cat, well, cats are, that's another story. Uh, dogs, horses, uh, <laughs> porpoises, dolphins, killer whales, you can get them to do what you want. The most low-level human being can understand that concept. If I do what they tell me not to do, and they catch me, they're going to be unpleasant consequences. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's a motivation to kind of stay on the right side of the law. But when you remove that and you say, hey, no consequence if you break the law, we get what you just described, an entire mall being destroyed because these people who can't think past their nose say, wow, you mean it ain't going to hurt me if I do what's wrong? I'm doing it. That's all they can think. That's mm-hmm. I mean, right. Maybe they didn't hear uh, or maybe they, they didn't know what was going on because of all the screaming kids in the background. They just kind of <laughs> stole everything. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> right. yes, so, no, no. Look here. The, you. <laughs> Here's the deal. The people who made those decisions to tell the prosecutors don't prosecute that knew exactly what mm-hmm. they were doing. Oh, sure. They're not surprised that all of a sudden there's chaos and, and robbing and disorder and destruction. Mm-hmm. They're not surprised by that because they invited it. That was, I believe that was their, clearly that was their intention. Oh, I, I agree with you. So they say, how do we bring chaos to our city? Mm-hmm. I'm elected. The Chi-Coms are supporting me. They want to destroy America. What can I do to help? Yep. Yep. How can I bring chaos to our city? How can I bring a, a lack of law and order into the place where I'm actually elected to serve the people, but I'm going to be serving the People's Republic of China? Yeah, is, isn't it? Those are the people I'm going to serve. Isn't it funny how, how the, the Dems, how they can create almost like a diversion to keep people's minds off of what's really going on. I mean, look at that now with the election and the voter fraud. And all of a sudden, well, let's have this deal going on at the White House. That'll take everybody's mind off it. So now we can focus on getting Trump in trouble again. Now, the scary They do that all the time. They do it all the time. Yeah, they do. And the scary thing is that a lot of people fall for it. The same people that wear the masks Mm -hmm. all day long, they're still wearing masks. People still wearing masks. Still wearing masks. I see them in here all the time. No. Still if, see if, people if Trump, driving with driving all alone in a car with a mask on. I mean, it's pretty much a given rule now that if Trump gets indicted for something, you just need to look the day before <laughs> in the news of what <laughs> happened. Yeah, 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 you're, you're right. right. That's a good point. So I, so um, John, you started with this 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 story about the the <laughs> doctors now saying. Oh. Maybe we should have used that ivermectin in the first place. Maybe that would have been a good idea. I don't know why we didn't do that. <laughs> Maybe <we could laughs> but I guess we should have. I got myself a, I'm a doctor, you know. I went to school for that, learning how to treat stuff. And I don't know why we didn't <laughs> do it. Because they yet. suppressed every doctor that was saying to use it. So here's, do you know, so here I'm going to read from, this is the Blaylock Wellness Report. Uh, Dr. Russell Blaylock is a retired neurosurgeon mm-hmm. who spends his days uh, reading studies and research that's done around the world on medical things, uh, specifically on nutrition. 
and the, the tremendous importance of nutrition in our lives. You know that we, in America, we have some of the best medical treatments and, and, and uh, options for people when they really get themselves in trouble. Sure. I'm not talking about big farm. I'm talking about other other mm-hmm. ways that we can save your life if you're, you know, about to about to pass on to the next life um, or or death. Uh, but we've got the worst diet in the world. Oh God! Yeah, yeah the American diet mm-hmm. is the most unhealthy. It is the most toxic. Yeah. It's really the most deadly diet. We're the fattest com- country in the world. So yeah. So. Um, and it's getting worse. It's not getting better. And, and all this happened when the federal government started getting more and more involved in telling us what to eat, mm-hmm. eat mm-hmm. and drink, right? Uh, so, but I'm going to read. This is the current Blaylock. Like, I get this every month. Is I, I really recommend this. Uh, it's published by Newsmax Magazine. I've been, subscri- I've been a subscriber to the Blaylock like Wellness Report for, I don't know, 10 or 12 years or more, maybe 15. He writes this every month. And here's the, the headline for August, the August issue is studies. Copper protects your brain, nerves, and skin. So he's going to talk about copper and the value and the importance of having the right amount of copper in your diet. But before he does that, he does this little prelude, this little intro. And here's what he says. I'm just going to, I, I'm just going to read this. But I, I think Dr. Blaylock is phenomenal. He's, he's been on top of it as long as MPHC has, maybe longer He's been saying the same things that we've been saying all along. In fact, I've quoted him before on this show. Here's what he says in in this month's issue of the Blaylock Wellness Report. Things in this world are moving so fast that it is difficult to keep up. Fortunately, good people have begun waking up to what is happening as bad people seem to be driving forward at breakneck speed. We talk about that on the show every single week, right? That's pretty much the... Mm -hmm the driving content on this show. Of course, this has affected the medical profession as well. Since the COVID-19 contagion, a radical transformation has occurred in the healthcare system, not just with regard to doctor and nurse education, but the hospitals themselves. I've written a series of articles recently outlining this. Now, we've been talking about this, yeah, for for the last couple of years here on The Great Reset. What I'm about to read will make it sound like Dr. Blaylock has been listening to this show. I assure you, he's not been listening to this show. We don't know that. But (laughs) listen to this. For the first time in history, oh, I'm sorry. uh, Hospitals understood their responsibility not to be healing, but the following of mandates, but following the mandates of elite controllers, mostly government officials. Patients were not only left to die, they were forced to die alone. For the first time in history, doctors were told by pharmacies that they would refuse to fill prescriptions proven to control an outbreak, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. And that included private pharmacies. Hospital administrators instructed doctors not to use these banned drugs, which had been shown to be safe and effective if used early. In exchange, the government paid the hospitals to follow orders. It's likely that in many cases, hospital administrators concluded they either had to take the money or let the hospital collapse. If doctors fulfilled the wishes of a patient's family and used the banned drugs, they could be removed, even physically, as happened where I live in Mississippi. By the way, that not only happened in Mississippi, that happened in Grand Forks. I spoke with a doctor who, 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 whose name I won't use 
whose husband was hospitalized with COVID here at Altrude. Mm-hmm. And she has, she's, she's, she's not only a doc, she's an emergency room doc. And she found out the way that they were treating her husband. And she said, no, 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 no wait, wait a minute. You're not going to do that. We're, we're going to do this instead. Altru called the police and had her removed. Oh, boy. Physically from the campus. And then said, you will not step foot on this campus again for a year or you'll be arrested for trespassing. Jeez. That happened right here. I know this because I spoke with this doctor myself. Yeah, now, this is funny because I was with a bunch of guys from out of state this past week. Um, and they were talking about a guy they know. I'm not going to say what state, but um, the, a guy they know. They think he at one time was maybe a veterinarian, but they're not sure. They think he maybe just did a lot of online studying or whatever. But um, he was giving out shots of ivermectin. People were sick. They'd go see him, pull out the old needle and give him a shot. And he said it was curing people. These friends of mine saying they were going in there seeing this guy sicker than heck. And this guy is fighting cancer, too. So he's letting these people come walking in his doors with COVID. Or at least they thought they had it. We'll fix you right up. Give him a shot of ivermectin. He said usually they were fine within two days. And I didn't even know that ivermectin was available in in shot form, but because it's it's typically taken orally with a by a pill. Well, I'm wondering if this was for like horses or something. <laughs> no, no, the horses they have a paste, and that's okay. why you know the see. Or maybe CNN, it was a pill, but I thought CNN, it was a shot. Yeah. CNN called it horse paste. Why would you take horse paste? Why would I take horse paste if I'm sick? <laughs> why would I take horse paste? <laughs> they, they mocked anybody that took yeah. ivermectin, mm-hmm. and guess what? Guess what? CNN. Ivermectin wasn't made for horses. Yeah. It was made for humans. It, it won awards because it was such a safe and effective drug for human beings. It was the vets who said, hey, I wonder if that'd work on horses. So they tried giving human ivermectin mm-hmm. to horses and found out that it worked so well that some of the f- companies that provide pharmaceuticals for veterans, for veterinary uh, clinics, uh, not veterans, uh, vets, uh, veterinary doctors, they um, they started making a an animal form in the form of a paste that they could you know put on the mm-hmm. animal's tongue or whatever. But that's the the level of disinformation and lies that we've been getting from the media for three years. So uh, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, yes, uh, Ramaswamy, yeah, because uh, he's in the pharmaceutical business, yeah, and he said that he's actually going to go after. And try to close down the FDA and the CDC and all these uh, different acronym companies, Boy. because he said one of the biggest things is they try to the FDA makes you go through so many hoops when they have like effective medicine, but They're they won't supposed to, yeah, but they won't let anybody use it until they the FDA says okay, well you know we have to wait like seven years or whatever mm-hmm. rule mm-hmm. that they want to put on it, and he's saying let people decide on their own. If it's if it's an experimental drug and they you know and it's to fight cancer, well if they know that they're not going to live seven years through the cancer, let them use their yeah. own judgment yeah. to decide if they want to use it's, that drug that could work. It's called a waiver. Yeah, you well, sign a damn waiver just like you do to get on a racetrack or just like you do to swim in a marathon or anything. You, you sign a waiver. You know, I certainly wouldn't disagree with him, but he's 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 a day late and a dollar short. Right. President Trump did that while he was in yeah. office. He signed what was called the Right to Try Act. Because prior to that, yeah, you couldn't, if, if you have some terrible disease and, and some pharmaceutical company is working on a cure for it, you wouldn't be able to try until it had gone through all the testing and all the trials and all that. 
President Trump signed the Right to Try Act, meaning that you could sign a waiver mm -hmm. and become part of the trial thing. And, and then you could actually maybe save your life if it works. Yeah, it, it's so funny because it, it takes years, like Paul said, to get these things okayed by the FDA or whoever. But the way they let the COVID so-called vaccine gene therapy go through, it wasn't tested and tried. It, not, none not of that all. stuff. Not they just all. threw it out there and, and made big money. All the hospitals made big made big money and uh, big farming and all that stuff. But um, yeah, yeah they, they never did it then. So yeah, so they well, but there's a reason for that, right? I mean, we know right, that sure. we know that there's this whole thing. This whole thing is about killing Americans and killing people around the world, which it did. Uh, you know, let me just read before we. I'm, I'm starting to feel like it's time for dessert, but I I want to just finish reading something that that uh, Dr. Blaylock said. He said, early treatment was never used against COVID, which is a violation of the first principle for treating infectious disease. Early treatment, what, do you remember? I said on the show, Dan said on the show, you show up at, at a hospital, you test positive, for, you've got COVID symptoms. Mm -hmm. and what's the first thing they tell you? Go home. Yeah. If it gets worse, come back and go to the ER and maybe we can put you on a ventilator and mm -hmm. kill you. Mm -hmm. I mean, they didn't say that we'll kill you, but right. that was the intention <laughs> because they get extra money if you die sure. from COVID. Mm -hmm. It's all incentivized by money mm -hmm. or fear. So um, <laughs> we've long known that in the case of such infections, the earlier the treatment, the better the chance of cure. The earlier we treat you, the better... I've had doctors tell me 20 years ago when I said, what's the biggest struggle that you have? I mean, what, 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 what's the hardest thing? But they said, you know what the hardest thing is? People around here, people in North Dakota, they're, so, they're just too tough. Yeah. And so they get sick and they don't want to come in and they, don't wanna, they just keep working and then they get sicker and they don't want to come in and then they get sicker and they don't come in until they're really sick. But if they would have come in when they first got sick, we could have knocked that out sure. easy in a couple sure. of days. But now that when they show up, they're so sick that it's now going to take major effort to get them mm -hmm. back to good health, if it's even possible. Those same doctors were doing this nonsense. Well, no, go home, and, uh, and then if you, if you get worse, come back, and we'll see if you die in our hospital. Want to put you on a ventilator? And we're doctors. We're smart. Okay, last statement. That principle was overturned, the, the principle of treating early for infectious disease. That principle was overturned by an edict from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC. Many died as a result. In addition, the use of respirators, listen to this, killed more patients than COVID alone. The use of respirators killed more patients than COVID alone. Medical societies, licensing boards, and the lamestream media, he says mainstream, <laughs> did all in their power to control the narrative and regulate doctors and nurses and clinical and outpatient care were all but halted. As a result, many died. And as we've said on the show multiple times, morticians were persuaded to assign deaths in large numbers to COVID, even in case of car accidents, suicides, and homicides. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Lulak says, as I see it, and as I see it, they needed a lot of deaths to scare the public into following orders and emergency use authorization of vaccines required that non-vaccine treatments may not available. That's why they demonized hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. 
Okay, how do you... Now, look, here's the problem. Here's the problem. That's really... Uh, that's bad news. We've just been through three years of horror mm-hmm. in America. People dying. I used to think life was sacred. I used to think that Americans, and doctors in particular, thought that life was sacred. But we've just witnessed that, no, sure. what they think is that their paycheck is sacred. Mm-hmm. And their standing before some medical board is sacred. Here's the good news. <clears throat> I took a little survey today. There's, uh, you know, former uh, former mayor, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, no, Governor uh, Mike Huckabee it does a thing called the Kids Guide where he teaches kids about American, American history and things like that. And they did a little survey, and there's only 7,400 votes, right? Only 7,400 people voted in this little survey. I voted. Uh, I was one of them. But he did a, a 2024 presidential poll, current standings of the top 10 candidates. I'm just going to show it because this is something that I think is worthy of, uh, of, of a cakewalk. Uh, for somebody, uh, <laughs> here are the here are the contestants: Williamson, I, who is I don't know who that is. Uh, Chris Christie, like you know, didn't he play Bozo the Clown in his former <laughs> life? Um, uh, Mike Pence, his sidekick. Uh, Haley, Scott, Biden, Kennedy, Ramaswamy, DeSantis, and Trump. Here are the results in graphic form on the top. Holy. <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, that's President Trump right up there. Yes, it is. <laughs> Do you think that gives any kind of indication what people are thinking? Yeah. How about that? Okay. Go All right. Cakewalk yeah. for President Trump. You know, there is nothing better than treating yourself to some good homemade baked goods. Yeah, that's where Oprah Heaven's Cakes comes in. Best cupcakes and cakes. Doesn't matter. You got a special occasion or maybe just want a treat. Incredible items by order, or you can walk in to find out more. You know, if you're a business owner, want to treat your employees, check out their monthly employee discounts. They're on the north back side of the Grand Cities Mall. They're right down the hallway here. They're open uh, Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4, Saturdays 9 to noon. You can call them 701-757-CAKE. That's 701-757-2253. Or go to OverHeavensCakes at Yahoo.com. Be a beautiful cupcake and a world full of muffins. Oh, for heaven's cakes in the Grand Cities Mall. You know, school is starting again here real soon. Yeah, maybe it's not too early to start thinking about those graduation cakes. All right? Any big thing coming up. All right, walk. uh, Let's see. Wake into woke. Americans are fighting it out. The Great Reset. David Waterman with the Midwest Public Health Coalition. Myself and Paul, the producer, sitting in on today's show. About uh, about 25 to 12 here. All Ameri- right. Yeah. Yeah, Americans are figuring it out. I, I really think, you know, thanks to organizations, uh, the efforts of good people, like the, the really good people that we've had working with Midwest Public Health Coalition for the last three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and And... Dozens and dozens of other organizations like Midwest Public Health Coalition, you know, in you know, there's, there's Cassie Schmidt in Fargo with Let Parents Decide That. There's the North Dakota Health Freedom Groups in in the western part of the state, um, uh, National Coalition for Health Integrity, which Midwest Public Health Coalition is a member of. Around the country, Americans are stepping up to the plate, and these are people who are not. They don't do this for a living. I mean, these aren't these mm-hmm. are just Americans who go, wow, you know, this is my country, and I see you're trying to take over. You're destroying lives. You're destroying children. You're destroying professions. And I'm not going to just stand back and watch that happen. Now, it's just too bad it took three years for these people to start thinking this. No, no, no. I'm talking about organizations like MPHC oh, sure. okay. who have been getting the word out, and now, finally, 
more and more Americans are listening. They're starting to go, wow. Like you've said, you know, many times, people that have listened to this show from the beginning who said, you're nuts. Why do you have those kooks mm-hmm. on there? There's a bunch of conspiracy theorist nonsense. Mm-hmm. And now what are they saying? Hey, I guess they were right. Yeah, now they're freaking out because they got the jab and they got boosted and they're scared crapless they, right now. And, and they should be scared, yeah. right? They have a good reason to be scared mm-hmm. because we don't even know what the long-term consequences of this toxic shot are. Sure, you know, sure. You know, like we, you put in the title here, you know, uh, woke to wakeness or... Yeah. Waking to woke. Waking, Awake I mean, to woke. Th- right. This right. is a, a perfect example of that going on right now because you, not only do you have this... But then you see the demise of Bud Light and all, you know, Disney and all these companies, their stocks completely plummeting. And then you got this guy, this Anthony Oliver, that just came out with that song, uh, Rich Rich Mm -hmm. Men from Richmond. From north of Richmond or something like that. Great tune. He's number one on the iTunes chart right now. I mean, just because he made made a video that went viral. Because everybody is focusing on this stuff and they're hating all the other crap that's yep. getting shoveled down our throats. They're figuring so, it out. Yeah, 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 exactly. And thankfully, the Supreme, you know, we just had a major victory of the U.S. Supreme Court. You know what? President Trump promised to, uh, to ban abortion. I mean, he said he was, he's pro-life, and I didn't believe it when he was running at first. Then I thought, well, maybe he's telling the truth. He's proven it. He's proven it by every Supreme Court justice that he's put on the, on the, on the high court has been pro-life. You know, and now Roe v. Wade has been overturned. And now affirmative action yeah. has been found to be unconstitutional. Jeez. What in the world did it take, what, 50 years for that to happen? Why is it taking so long? But it is finally, and yes, it is unconstitutional because guess what? It divides people based on skin color or rather skin shade. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. The name of that song again, you were talking, because um, I'm advising you people, recommending it, uh, watch it. Watch the video. Uh, you can find it on Facebook or YouTube, I would imagine. But do you remember who it was or what it was? Because between, I, I'd love to play it right now on the show, but we can't. Uh, they'll they'll just block us and probably pull the show. But that one and uh, also that uh, Jason Aldean song, Try That in a Small Town, uh, two great songs mm. that I think a lot of people, you know, they hear about it. They're like the people that we have been talking about for years. They hear about it, but they're going to form their own opinion without listening to it. Listen to it and see what you think. Yeah, so it's Oliver Anthony. Yeah. Rich men north of Richmond. I've not Oliver Anthony. Good stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to write that down too. Yeah. So, um, so, and Richmond, of course, is a reference to Richmond, D- Virginia. DC. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a reference to. Uh, uh, oh, okay. I thought Wait, it was. was, reference well, to, that's what I, was thinking. I thought it was a reference to. Um, isn't that where uh, Microsoft is? Well, well, the song is called "Rich Men North of Richmond." So here, let me see if I can find. Uh, let me see if I, I can I, find the words. My my assumption, but I should have pulled out a map, was that D.C. is north of Richmond, Virginia. Uh-huh. Hmm. Hmm. But I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I've not heard the song, so I don't even know. Uh, so this guy, uh, Oliver Anthony, you said his name? Yeah, I'll, I'll play yep. it for you is after the a, show. Okay. Is he a singer? I mean, is he does he normally sing, or is he just yeah, a guy a that made this? Okay. So uh, He's just a bluesgrass guy. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm, bluegrass. I'm, I'm, I'm I like bluegrass. I, I've got the lyrics here. Uh, I'll just give you a few. I've been selling yeah. my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay. 
uh, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me and people like you. Uh, no, I lost it. For people like me and people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is. Living in the new world with an old soul, these rich men north of Richmond, Lord knows they all just want to have total control, want to know what you think, want to know what you do, and they don't think you know, but I know that you do because your dollar ain't shit that it's taxed to no end because of rich men north of Richmond. So that's just the first verse. Yep. Uh, good stuff. It really is a great tune. So if you guys get a chance, uh, check it out, all right? Uh, that's good. Um, so... And what's so, really cool about it, too, is that this guy, like, I don't think anybody's ever even really heard of him. Nah, he's just but a then, local but he, dude. But then he played this song. It went viral. Mm-hmm. And now he actually has three uh, three songs that are on the top ten yep. list on iTunes. Just because after people heard that one, they started listening to a mm-hmm. couple of his other ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Microsoft is in Redmond. It's not Richmond. Okay. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> it's Redmond, Washington. Uh, so... Uh, so you talked you you talked about you mentioned Disney. Well, guess what? It seems like Disney is figuring it out because you know. Thank you know what? I like Ron DeSantis as a governor. I really think he should say, you know what? What am I doing? People like me right here in Florida. Mm-hmm. Stay in Florida, Ron. Yeah. They Stay love in Florida, him in Ron. Florida. Stay there. Be the governor and and learn the ropes a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Figure out what's going on around the world, and and maybe maybe in another four years, six I, he years, could be the guy. Then maybe think about throwing yep. a hat in the ring, but not now. You're not ready. You're not ready yeah. for prime time. Sorry. You know, I was just down there so, last year, and it's funny because I did not meet a Floridian that did not like their governor, unlike uh, Minnesota or North Dakota. So that was kind of neat. Yeah, I just pulled, I think I you're right. It up I think on, that's got to be up on Google Maps. Yeah, well, yeah Washington DC is, is right. Is north north of sure. It is. Yeah. Yep. Actually, Fredericksburg is north of Richmond, and then Manassas, and then Washington. <laughs> I actually know <laughs> well, I somebody who lives in be, Fredericksburg. It's got to be, yeah. So, um, yeah. but you know what? The, Trump is rich. Yeah. But he's not, he wasn't the problem. Trump is the first president in history that, that served as president without a salary. Right? Didn't he, take any pay. He, took his, he sent the money back. Mm-hmm. Well, Biden's over there extorting countries and not only the united states but who knows can, how many other see, countries do we see any any moral division between those men any more clearly than this president trump goes to washington serves for free as president mm-hmm. joe biden as vice president was trying to figure out how we could sell his name and his access for money and he's and what is he doing less now is in the White House. Well, and then uh, I mean, they're they're polar opposites, it, right? There is also, I mean, because everybody's saying you know he's taking briberies, which I totally agree with. But even that conversation that he had over that prosecutor in Ukraine that was going after Hunter, yeah, he literally said, "I'm going to withhold money from you, yeah, he, right, and, and mm-hmm. unless you fire that prosecutor, that's extortion." Yeah, and and, and th- yeah, and bribery. And, and then he, then he boasted about getting him fired. Yeah, and, and he then, boasted about it. You know, when you mentioned Trump too, how he did not take a dollar, not a nickel of salary while he was president. And also, people tend to forget. And the Democrats, I cannot figure this out. It, it's like I just kick you in the lower extremities, and you say to me, "No, you didn't. 
I mean, come on. Not only did he not take any pay or any salary, it was the most it was it was the best four years the United States has probably oh. ever seen. We we did not have to rely on anybody. We were hundred percent self sufficient. Gas prices were down. Uh, our jobs were up. Wages were up. Everything was good. Now look at it. I mean, what's gas now? It's ridiculous. Our president's a joke. And and how, how do they not see that? Well, that was it. That was just luck. Luck that gas was two dollars a gallon cheaper than it is now, and gas isn't going down. You got to support. It's going the party. back up again. You got to support the party. Yeah, you got to support the party. Yeah, it, it, I don't care if you're red or blue. Get that idea out of your head. I got a call yesterday from the RNC, and they said, "So, are you? Uh, do you still support the Republican National Committee?" I said, "No, I don't." I said, "I support individual candidates. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because you guys have you've made too many bad." decisions yeah. over the years i don't trust you anymore i don't trust them at all i don't trust any group of people who are going to take my money and do what i want them to do with it no guess what i trust myself better to pay attention to who's who and mm-hmm. and and who i want to run and who i want to win and i'll give my money directly to them sure by the way you can still do that yeah yeah <laughs> but you don't have to send it to a big organization you can send it directly now if you're if you're really wealthy anyone give more than what is it fourteen hundred dollar i don't remember what the dollar mm-hmm. amount is uh but if you want to give more than that then you've got to give to something like the rnc yeah right? because and then they distribute it but but for folks who are just the normal people that want to give 100 bucks 200 bucks 500 bucks to the candidate of their choice give it directly to them don't trust some Republican agency to do the right thing because they're going to they're going to end up giving money to candidates that you really don't like and would never vote for. That's part of the problem. So we got to stop doing that. So that uh, that Vivek Ramaswamy, yes. did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. That's going to be that's going to be a tough one to run for presidency on. <laughs> but um, you know, I like his message. Hopefully, he's not a rhino. But you know, he but he's he has this idea of. Uh, making a revolution for the Gen Zers and the uh, Gen, well, I guess it would be Gen Y now, um, just telling them, like, we need to quit doing these identity politics. We need to quit, like, whenever Trump gets on Twitter, it's toxic. Whenever, you know, Biden does something that's toxic towards the other one, he's like, the we, re- we need to reach the younger generation and give them back that vision of what it's like to have the American dream, not to sit here and worry about all these identity politics I think it's and too all late. that kind of stuff. I think that it's maybe too late. Also, I, I here's the problem that this current generation is one of them. I was talking with a, a mental health uh, counselor a while ago about this, and and she said um, she said that this generation is like you know what nar- narcissism is. Mm. She said narcissism is, is, is practically epidemic yeah. in this generation. Epidemic narcissism. Where, where does that come from? You know, I, I can guarantee it's not genetic. I agree. It comes as a result of being, of being exposed to values that are Force really not bed. values. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I've heard experts on narcissism say is that if you take a child and you continually 
reinforce to them meaningless things. Hey, you did a good job on your baseball game, son. Hey, way to go. Keep it up. Hey, nice goal you made there. Yeah, you're a good goalie. And that's all you talk about? Because guess what? Making a goal, it's meaningless in life. I'm sorry. Winning a race, it's meaningless. I'm sorry. It is. Hey, I got a triple header. That's meaningless. It's a game. You know, games used to be, the idea of playing games used to be get you in shape, right? That's how you get strong. You got to get strong, so let's at least make it fun. Let's make the exercise part at least fun. We've turned it on its head. Now, playing games has become a means, uh, an end in and of itself. It's no longer a means to an end. Playing games can bring people together, so that's good. Hey, Hmm. let's watch our favorite team. But folks, it's a game. That's all it is. It's part of life. But it's a, a game. Kid, a kid, I know it is, but a kid playing a game, it's all life tools, life well, learning here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. teamwork and all that stuff. Here's yeah. what I'm saying. Scoring a goal, uh, making a basket, uh, finishing first across the finish line, if that's where your values lie, if that's the deepest, most important thing in your life, you will end up as a narcissist. Well, yeah, but because that it's was all not about you. said at the beginning of that. <laughs> that's well, a little different. That's, that's my point. Uh, my point is that if you take a child and all you do is you reinforce meaningless things that he does, meaningless accomplishments, he will become a narcissist because it's all about him and his little accomplishments. When you teach a child morality, right and wrong, the value of serving others, the value of putting someone else ahead of yourself, you're not raising a narcissist then, are you? Because you're teaching them deeper things in life. Which all good coaches do. Yes, they all, do. All good coaches. But <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking about coaches. They, I'm talking, they don't just no. teach the sport. John, no, I know, but, John, but I'm going to... But okay. no, 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 right, no, no just, Joe, don't, don't, I'm, I'm not saying what you think I'm saying. Okay. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you don't congratulate a child if they do well. I didn't anything. say that either. Right. I'm, I'm saying you should do that. But I'm saying that if that's all they hear, if that's the focus, if that's the, that's the be-all and end-all of your life, is being a good athlete, scoring goals, making baskets, uh, crossing the finish line, then you will end up as a messed up individual yeah. and I, I, because I, life is about a lot more than that. And I think I, I can see the, the separation here because I, I don't think coaches do that, but there are a lot of parents it's that, the parents that yes, that, the parents. That, that just they just focus on yeah. the kid being like that. But the coaches, they yeah, don't. Do I mean, that. no. And, and yeah, I did take it a little t- too far there. But you look at all the coaches we've had in here. Mm-hmm. They care more about the kid as a kid, as a human, as molding them into a good, productive citizen in society than they do the sport. The sport's just kind of a bonus thing, and that's what all good coaches should do. It is the parents that amen. are ruining it. No, it is the coaches. They, all good, no, I agree with you. All good coaches do that. You mm-hmm. guys are missing a big point of this, though, is that when you talk about sports like this, this is kids actually going out and getting that physical activity. Mm-hmm. But the narcissism world that we live in right now is these kids that are just playing video games. They got, yeah. you know, these esports where they just sit in their bedroom all day on a computer mm-hmm. to try to be the number one yeah. ranked and person and the most liked 
you know, and and yeah. and and again, uh, and I'll leave it after this. But the parents too. Your kid is probably not going to win the Hobie Baker. He's probably not going to win the Cy Young. He's probably not going to win the Heisman. He's probably not going to win any of those things. Let the kid be a damn kid. Let him have fun in sports. Let him learn. Let him learn teamwork. Let him learn life lessons, and let him play the sport. Let him have fun. Okay. Just because you probably couldn't cut it as an athlete, Dad, let your kid have fun. All right. John, I, I played, uh, I did wrestling, mm-hmm. karate, judo, and gymnastics, okay? I'm not against sports. No, I know that. Right, so I like sports. All I'm saying is, it's, it's, and there is value to competition. There's value in winning. There's value in losing, right? Sure. And I agree with you. All good coaches, all good coaches focus on, the, on developing the, the person, on the deeper, more important things in life, and it's not making a goal. How about you? Know who you've never interviewed on this show, John Wooden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I could. I wish you could too. Yep, he's the perfect example of somebody yeah. who you know what he said. We're not in the. I'm not in the. I'm. I'm not in the business of making great basketball players. Mm-hmm. I'm in the business of making great men. Yes. And that's the way he saw his role as a coach. And if all coaches took that, that position, we'd be great. Unfortunately, and I've seen some of them, I've actually worked under some of them, mm-hmm. there are also some really bad coaches. Out oh, there. sure. Yeah, there are. And there's some, and there's some parents. And here, here, the whole reason that I bring that up, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's coaching. It doesn't matter if it's a sport. It could be, yeah, playing a video game. It could be writing little memes. It could be um, drawing doodles. If the greatest thing that your parents recognize you for is something like that, something that is ultimately meaningless in the big scheme of things, you are almost certain to become a narcissist. Sure, I agree with that. Because it's all about you doing your little thing. It's all about you. And that's the wrong thing to teach. You know, I think that one of the reasons that people that have large families have a, 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 I've never done a study. I'd love to see a study on this. What's the rate of narcissism? Um, How does it correlate to the number of children in a family? And I would bet you, we're not going to, I mean, we've already done the overheavens cake, so I'm not going to say dollars to donut holes. But but I, I would be willing to wager if I was a betting man, that the larger the family, the lower the, the rate of narcissism within that family. Probably. Because the more people in the family, right, the, it's not all about you. Yeah, exactly. Because sure. got, we got nine other kids yep. that we've got to worry about yep. as well. And so you might be doing well just to get 10 minutes a day right, right. with mom or dad and having their attention yep. and listening to the, your problems. So you learn how to recognize that you're not the only one. Mm. On the face of the earth, and the world doesn't revolve around you. And narcissists all think the earth does revolve around right. them. Right. Uh, Marie, uh, she said, my son is playing football this year. I'm nervous. I don't know how old your son is. But, uh, you know, Chad, he's one of the coaches in the youth football program in Grand Forks. they got a great program. Uh, don't be too worried about it, all right? He'll be fine. All and, right. Marie, here's my suggestion, that you make sure that he has a really good helmet. Uh, make sure his helmet fits perfectly. Because it is true that... Uh, that um, Concussions and even small concussions, minor concussions over time can do great damage. Mm. And football, unfortunately, is the sport that has the greatest number of concussions and neck injuries, even over wrestling. Uh, we had a, we've got a friend who's now a doctor. She was a, she was a 
uh, a resident here uh, years ago, and she had two boys, and she said, uh, I would let my boys play any sport they wanted. Mm-hmm. Except football. Well, because um, she saw, because she worked, you know why? She worked in the ER. Yeah. And she saw the number of kids that came in with injuries from sure. football, especially head injuries. No. And she's actually good, a good junior at to, Central. So, uh, on this topic, also good luck to the uh, Fargo Little League team. Yeah. How about that? First time ever going to the Little League World Series. Uh, they'll be that? playing on Friday night on Team North Dakota out of Fargo. Ah, First great. time ever going to the Little League World Series. You'll be able to watch them on ESPN Friday night, I believe, at six o'clock. Uh, we should have, actually, we should have the, the uh, president and CEO of Fargo Youth Baseball and the coach of this team. Uh, hopefully, we'll be doing a little Zoom meeting uh, on the uh, Fork Sports Highway Show with Monty and Bill on Thursday night. So be watching for that. They will actually, the coach and the uh, CEO guy, they're going to be um, at the stadium out there at the Little League World Series. So hopefully, we'll be able to get oh, that on for you on Thursday. Nice. So um, Very nice. Yeah. You know, one of the, one of the best, there's, um, there's a movie uh, if you're a if you're a football fan, you might want to check out this movie, <laughs> or you might not. <laughs> There's a Will Smith movie that came out I don't know 10, 15 years ago called Concussion. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. It is the best, and I I think Will Smith is a talented actor. Yeah, his talent never was never showcased more than it is in the movie Concussion because when you watch him, he actually plays. I thought it was movie. when he slapped. What's his name? He plays. <laughs> he got more. He got more stuff Chris, about that than anything. Chris Rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he um, he plays an actual doctor. I mean, mm-hmm. there's the real life doctor, Doctor Oyo. Oh, I can't remember. I don't remember how to pronounce his name. Uh, who did a uh, who did an autopsy on a mm-hmm. NFL player who died? Oh, that's proven. Uh, yeah. And they, uh, yeah, he stirred up. He stirred up a lot mm-hmm. of waves, and thankfully. Because of his research and because of the the, uh, the 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 fallout from it, because it was proven, um, it changed the way that the NFL does things. It does. It changed their rules. It changed yeah. the way you tackle. And you yep. know, back in the old day when I played, you led with your head. Right. I'm going to knock you running at me as fast as you could possibly go, and I'm going to try to knock you down head first. Head first. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of you know. And before a concussion, they're they're on. T- getting on top of things now back yeah. then i mean i know how many concussions were confirmed by doctors that i had i wonder how many weren't yeah, that right. i didn't go and, the, and here you know the nut cup was developed before the helmet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that says something doesn't it uh, well we have our priorities i broke so, one of them too <laughs> so uh, so uh yeah so that's a great film i mean it's not going to make you say hey i want my kid to go play football but yeah. it's a, it's a great film and he well here's how good will smith is in that movie and i'm not kidding i didn't realize i knew what i had followed the story when it first broke on the news and i knew that the nfl was i mean the nfl really went after this guy I mean, they tried i think they threatened him they tried they tried some dirty tricks to keep the story to keep the truth under wraps uh, but it came out anyway, and so then they had to do an about face on some stuff. But um, I didn't. All I knew was that oh yeah, I was. I remember reading about that when it was really happening. So I wanted to see the movie. I didn't know who was in the movie. I just knew what the movie was about. And I didn't recognize Will Smith for the first ten minutes mm. of the film. I'm watching him, and I'm going, "Wow, oh, he's oh this." And then after ten minutes, I'm like. That's Will Smith. <laughs> it didn't look like Will Smith. He didn't walk like Will Smith. He didn't talk like mm-hmm. Will Smith. He walked and talked like this doctor who actually was a technical advisor on the film. 
So he had the real doctor from Africa right there in front of him, and he could listen to him, and he could watch his mannerisms, and he just imitated that, and he did a fantastic job. He should have gotten an Oscar for that film. Did he get an Oscar for that film? I think he was nominated. Um, and, and by the way, uh, both Grand Forks Central and Grand Forks Red River uh, start their football seasons this Friday already. Ah, Shows you how you fast our summer has gone into the toilet. There you go. So, yeah, it's really fast. So before we close, I do want to say this. It seems like Disney's figured things out. Ron DeSantis, as governor of uh, of uh, uh, Florida, uh, Florida, has made some, you know, he's made the 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 DEI thing not so popular. And I just read that Disney has basically said <laughs> there's stocks in the tank, right? I I just saw an ad on TV, a new television commercial for Disney yesterday, the first time in a long time I've seen any advertising for them. Yeah, well I think they need to pay the price mm-hmm. because they've done a lot of damage. Absolutely. They've done a lot of damage to a lot of kids and a lot of families. Hurt and their I, image. I would be you know what? I, I I'm not a vengeful person but I think that, that making an example is effective and, uh, and can, be, can be effective for other companies that are tempted to do the same thing that they did. And I, 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 if, if Disney went down in flames never to return, I'd say, fine. Mm-hmm. You know what? They have it coming to them because they did a lot of really bad stuff. Sure. And let other companies like you know, Universal, Six Flags, uh, other, other venues uh, pick up the slack because they will. You know, maybe, more, maybe more people will go to... Uh, uh, to Nashville after that because they've got some great great stuff there, but apparently they are canceling all their DEI, all their diversity, equity, and inclusion programs wow. at Disney, Jeez. and they're saying employees are not going to be allowed to pursue DEI anymore. Because, yeah, because they're bleeding money, so they figured it out. But guess who has not figured it out? I mean, while Disney figures it out. I mean, it's, they are a day late and a dollar short. It is a little too late for them, I think. But Best Buy short circuits. They got a big short circuit going up Best Buy. Did you hear what's going on with Best Buy? Hmm. Well, they have a... <laughs> they, they, they've joined up with the O'Keefe Media Group. And, um, and they're doing a program, a management training program in Best Buy to help you if you're an employee at Best Buy you go through this management training program to help you move up the ranks to management faster because now you understand what it takes to be manager. And it's a great deal. If you're black, Hispanic, and Islander, but not if you're white, it's not for white people. White people are not eligible for this program. (laughs) Yeah, we're talking worst, worst, worst buy. Maybe uh, we should bring back affirmative action. Here's, uh, <laughs> here's, here's a quote. Here's a quote. As part of Best Buy's commitment to develop and support our employees who identify... <laughs> you don't have to be black. You just have to identify as black. So you can go and say, I identify as black. This is a quote. As part of Best Buy's commitment to develop and support our employees who identify as black, indigenous, or people of color, that's, if you want the acronym, it's BIPOC. <laughs> oh my gosh. Black, indigenous, or people of color. We've partnered with McKinsey and Company to offer the McKinsey Management Accelerator Program. The company's website states, uh, states going on to explain, so this is on their website, 
going to explain that the program, quote, focuses on professional career development by customizing its curriculum and discussions to the unique situations, experiences, and opportunities of BIPOC professionals, end quote. You know, I, I, I tried something like that this past weekend. I was in a big fishing tournament, and I brought in a couple of close to 17-pound fish, and I told them, I said, these fish actually identify as 23-pounders. <laughs> and they just shook their head like, are you serious? Yeah, I oh, tried. They just weren't woke. Enough. No, no, they, they just weren't woke enough. Thank goodness for so, people around North Dakota. So I'm right? thinking, I'm just thinking of, uh, of uh, just sending a quick email. Mm-hmm. I think they do. I think that I wonder if they know how to get email at Best Buy. I would think uh, just send a quick email and say, you know what? I'm so glad that you guys are providing this training for the people that qualify for it, uh, the BIPOC folks yeah. at your establishment. <laughs> but I'm white, so I don't ob- obviously I don't qualify yeah. as a customer of yours anymore. Um, I'm just not qualified to shop there. <laughs> Sorry, well, so, but, you know, but it's okay. Well, it's, I'll find an alternative. I'll find another place to buy my electronics. How about B&H in New York City? I love them. They're great. The thing that's, I mean, it's so astounding is it's, uh, I mean, obviously it's racist on its face, but it's more racist in the fact that they think that because you're white, you don't need this training program. Well, absolutely. Because you must be more intelligent that, that, than the BIPOC community. Paul, that's exactly that's exactly what it is, Paul. And I don't know why it's taken so long for people to figure that out. Anybody who engages in this kind of thing, that's the same thing with affirmative action. If you're colored, you're not smart enough to get by on your own, so we're going to make a special program for you to make sure you get in because you could never do it on your own. How insulting is that? Yeah. That, that, is, the, that is racism... On parade. And we've had it all over America for American universities for a long time. Like I told you about the seminary that I was considering Mm -hmm. attending in Deerfield, Illinois. When I found out that they had special money set aside based on the color of your skin to get you into their into their program, I said, forget it. I'm not going here right. because these people are racists. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to go to a school where the administration is run by racists. I don't want to do that. And those are racist programs. They always Hey, you don't qualify because you're white. You don't qualify because you're black. You don't qualify because you're Hispanic. You don't qualify because you're Asian. I'm sorry, that's racist, mm-hmm. period. I don't care if it's because you qualify, you're not qualifying for money, or if it's because you're not qualifying for, for, uh, to stay free and they're going to send you to jail. If it's based on skin color, here, here's the exception. If you, are, if you produce cosmetics... You can make decisions based on skin color. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's your job. You got you to gotta match with... If you make a line of clothing, there's certain colors that work better with certain shades of skin than others. So if you want to make a line of clothing based on a darker-complected individual versus a lighter-complected individual, fine, go for it. But when you're talking about being able to move up the ranks or gain admission or sit down and have lunch, and you're basing those things on skin color... Right. That's evil. That's mm-hmm. racist. That's evil. You can't do it. Done. That's um, it. Sorry. Goodbye, Best Buy. Yeah, I, I did want to mention something. Uh, Dr. Dan uh, started here um, on the Great Reset, and he's moved now, so we probably won't get to hear from Dr. Dan anymore. Uh, he also had his own show here. Uh, it was good stuff. So uh, wish him well. And uh, anybody yes. else got anything to add before we wrap this up? No, I, uh, but they, yeah, he moved down. He got in a big U-Haul uh, and drove to Ohio. 
um, a few days ago. And he'll be coming back to pick up his family and take them. To, and then they're going to, I think, all fly down to you. No, they're going to drive down to you. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we bummer, wish him, we wish him the best. the same age as my kids, and they got along really well together. Yep, oh, that's, yep. Uh, that's open shame. secrets, uh, no longer. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Maybe he won't be down there forever. But he, I told him, I said, you know, <laughs> one of the last things I said to him is, Coming back to Grand Forks would not be the worst thing in the world. No, wouldn't. That's not the worst thing that could happen to a person. So we'll see. No, I love them. I love their family. They're really, really wonderful people. Yeah, uh, Marie did not know. She looks pretty shocked. Yeah. Anyway, so, all right. Yep, yep. You know, and if done. we didn't have censorship, you probably wouldn't have had to have leave because our shows would have probably been mm-hmm. and completely oh. huge on YouTube and Facebook and everything. But good yeah. old censorship police. Keeping keeping us down. It's it's uh, yeah. That's going to change too. I think that's going to change because we've got you know. I mean, I'm not. I, I don't. If I'm we, not if we would, I think if we would have been on Rumble when we first started oh, the very yes. the very first Great right. Reset, yep. I think we would have been huge on Rumble. Yep, I think so too. Yeah, and I, yeah, for sure because we were kind of on the cutting edge of all that stuff. I mean, there weren't a lot of other other organizations in the country like MPHC who was getting out didn't have the know, balls and they yeah we i mean we started up you know what i've been on television and radio all over this this area i you know but the consistent the the consistent messaging has happened on GFBS you know i mean it's it's great to be on these other we, programs but we, it's been consistent on GFBS we would get you know, 80 live viewers on Facebook when we first started until yeah. they till they canceled until ca- they canceled yeah. us till the word Nazi was put into a title. Yeah, because that's something because they don't like being called out for who they no. really are. And it was just a title. And they are. They're not anybody that they are Nazis. They were, I'll just say it. Facebook is a bunch of Nazis. Yep. Yep. They're run by Nazis. What's a Nazi? Some of this part of the National Socialist or it, it, the party. It It's fascism. Fascism is the marriage. It's when big government and big companies jump into bed together, sure. that's the very definition of fascism. Well, okay, that's my definition. Uh, that's a loose definition. But that's what it is. It's big government working in conjunction with big business. Right. And that's exactly what's going on with Facebook. And we already know that. The Biden White House uh, said to Facebook and to, Twitter and to all the social media groups, hey, cancel this stuff. Don't allow that to go out. Make sure you check for this. That's fascism. Right. That's fascism. And that's what we have in this country, and we will until more people rise up, which is happening. I'm thankful that Americans are waking up. We're going to have a new president uh, in 2024. I'm absolutely confident of that. We'll wait to see who it is. It'll, <laughs> with what's going on with, with President Trump right now, with these new indictments, you know, they say that in Georgia, if he's convicted, <clears throat> he could go to prison in Georgia. But there's nothing in the law that says that he can't be president and be in prison. So Sonus was asking, how do you set up a prison to look like the White House, you know, make an Oval Office <laughs> there in prison so he can continue to conduct his activities? And Georgia is the one state where apparently, by law, the President of the United States does not have power to pardon. Huh. So it means that, for example, if President Trump was to be convicted in Georgia and they put him in prison... And Vivek Ramaswamy becomes the new president, he wouldn't be able to pardon him from a prison term in Georgia. Isn't that bizarre? Wow. 
bizarre. As they have said for a long time, fact is stranger than fiction. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he's going to go to prison because I think that if President Trump ended up being convicted in Georgia and they tried to put him in prison, I think that January 6th would actually come true, like the way that they said that it did. I think there would be a massive, massive, massive revolt uh, in Georgia. Until so, next week. Until next week. All right. Thank you, John. There you go. Thank you. All Thanks, right. Paul. David Waterman with Midwest Public Health Coalition. Uh, I can't wait for the Great Reset a week from today. Make sure you tune in. All right. Today's show, by the way, brought to you by Churchill Shoes. Churchill Shoes. Move. One of the largest ass dealers in the upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. All right, and again, thank you to David Waterman with the Midwest Public Health Coalition and Paul, the producer, for sitting in today on The Great Reset. Tomorrow, Dale is going to take over the reins. We're going to be talking while high school sports is starting. We got, uh, let's see, Red River wrestling coach James Cummington coming in. We'll talk about the upcoming season and sports and all that kind of stuff and what to look for. Tell you what, everybody, have a great remainder of your day today, okay? Remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. If you hit that notification bell on your smartphone, you won't go to yourself crap i missed the great reset i'll have to watch the replay you can watch it live that way all right hey the grand cities are grand and yeah they're still here grand fork's best source is giving them an identity again